Post Trade Center Edition. Episode what? 22? 22. 22 of the podcast? Yeah, this is always the most fatigued I will be for a podcast. You look tired. Although a couple of times <laughs> Stanley Cup final or Masters when, when we've been out the night before. <laughs> the final by game six, you're usually yellow. Those might rival the it. The hungover so. pods don't yeah. count. Hey, look, who, what voice is that? Oh. It's Rod Smith, baby. Franchise. The voice of the uh, Trade Center uh, documentary yep. that's debuting at Sundance uh, is their catch. Yeah, I like that. to compare my contribution to yours on air on Trade Center. <laughs> we're both we're pretty well even, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, if you add up the minutes and seconds, I think it would be close. Well, and truth be told, on that, uh, we were trying to get. If if anybody who's listening, we we did a mock documentary on uh, is there ketchup on that the the legendary. Um, audio mistake i guess from yeah. last year when yep. jeff was uh ogling a a hamburger stop everything okay buddy you got some issues in there right. oh setting up uh technically stoff is out of his little box yeah, we actually get to see him <laughs> he's alive, he's alive. didn't expect roddy to no he, roddy showed he, up he, he got me headphones and i must apologize because i i jumped in ahead of lester i didn't know you guys were rolling yet yeah. Oh yeah, we're in. It's okay. Look so, it. You it's your you, no, you're Rod no, you're Baby. You jump in front of Lester. Yeah. You jump in front of Puff. Uh, not the. No. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I just want to say because I don't have much time because I'm just completely screwing up the start of your podcast. Just uh, hello, JD. Hello, Puff, and and a special hello to you, Lester. <laughs> I want to make sure someone says hi to you. I want to make sure someone says how was your week. How, you, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah. I'm doing well, thank okay. you. That's great. Yeah. How are you, Roddy? You. Since you can't stay for this whole thing, you're just dropping by. You have that whole Sports Center show thing to do. Yeah. What, how's everything? Everything is good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, still in that routine. And then, you know, now that the weather's getting a little bit warmer, it's starting to think about football again. Yeah. So oh, yeah, coming. baby. Yeah, yeah so. it's coming. Um, Puff, you know and I can, Puff and I can hardly wait for the CFL. Oh, Manziel. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to have that conversation. He'll be, he'll be fresh off his spring league <laughs> performance in whatever league he's in. <laughs> what I was going to say was, so Roddy voiced uh, the short part of this uh, mockumentary we did. Yep. And I will be honest with you, I, my original plan was for it to be an ESPN 30 for 30. And for uh, Tom Rinaldi, the who's, who's terrific, right? Yeah. But then, first of all, we wanted to make it ours, and you, in your ours, and we talked about Farber too doing it. But uh, uh, I, I just I started to write the email to Tom Rinaldi, I'm like, dear Tom, uh, James Duffy, I work at uh, your counterpart TSN in Canada. Um, you do such a great job on those 30 for 30 film docs, and we're doing a mockumentary on one where one of our analysts was uh, ogling a burger and said, is there ketchup on that uh, when his microphone was left up? And we were wondering if you could... And then I just stopped, and I said, yeah, we'll, uh, no. we'll get Farber or Rod to do it. I, I thought you guys, with your time spent at Augusta National, do you not run into Tom Ronaldo? We, we, we do, we actually. Do. We do see so, him down there. Yeah, but I'm, but it I'm, been more I'm not a, tight. An in-person <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Or you said we should have gotten the NFL Films guy. What's his name? Um, Fasica, Fasjan, well, uh, yeah, he's, oh, he's passed away. Yeah, he no. passed away. A few but there's years another ago, guy. But. There's a new guy they have, right? Why don't you get that gig? Yeah, that I know. should be. I, I, I was. I, I did do a demo for it a while ago. Do one. I, do I think, one right now. Let's well, do. Yeah. Let's do. Uh, let's do. The, all, <clears throat> here it comes. Let's see. Um, do it like Bane. <laughs> no, 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 no. John, John Fasenda would be like. Um, Nothing on earth that blocked or tackled or passed or ran could have stopped the Raiders on Black Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's... But the bigger question in NFL history is... Is there ketchup on that? <laughs> See? That's, you'd make a mint on that. I know you have to go, but we have to do one okay. thing. 
I have to apologize to all our listeners. Uh, this is probably one of my crazier weeks of the year. So uh, I've prepped zero for this podcast. Yes. As the intern wait continues, <laughs> we'll figure out fandom on the fly. And uh, the Rod Smith recap did not get done. But thanks to our incredible uh, listenership, yep. one of our intern Applicants. Applicants. Applicants, yes. We'll right <laughs> okay. be game. hired at some point, right? Uh, we're doing a game tonight, and this will, the day after Trade Center is yeah. always the time where I can't even string a, a certain sentence together. But one of our, our, our applicants for the internship position has gotten so good that he is now writing the Rod Smith recap. So he he's sent us. A, he's a, a smart guy. He yes. sent us a yeah. little track, and we'd like you just just a little portion, like so. It's a one line that you're going to do, and then the sound. So go for it. Hockey insider Darren Drager stopped by the podcast to pitch his idea for a new game show for TSN's weekday afternoon programming. Dog, dog. or penis. <laughs> There you go. That's it. That is uh, that's Scott Reynolds uh, at Scott CGR fourteen. So I thought I'd yeah. give him some love. If he's, he's going to take the time, that's how you win the internship, exactly. though. Yeah. You start writing. Right. I tell you, Scott's going to go places because you know, on, on behalf of Rod Smith, baby, who says hello to you all. But right now, he's at home, very drunk and very upset at the trade deadline because Jimmy didn't get him a script. So he's got no, he's got nothing to do today. So. That's right. Anyway, so. by the way, didn't didn't we? It wasn't Dogger Penis a show, Lester, on ESPN? Classic for oh, a while. Buck yes, Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Roddy, we'll let you go. Thanks, right. for, thanks for dropping by. Uh, enjoy yeah. yourself on Sports Center. That's the great Rod Smith baby who came by for a very brief live edition of the recap. Uh, what were we talking about, gentlemen? First, everybody good? Everybody good? Good, 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 yeah. good, yeah. good. We missed you yesterday. You guys, I got a shout out to you, though. Yeah, I saw the cameo. Thank you so much. As a matter of fact, uh, one of our producers, uh, Sam Cicerello, he was doing. Uh, I guess he was doing uh, an honorable senators game in mm-hmm. Florida, and he saw it in on ESPN in Florida. So he uh, shouted it out to me. So I, I broke through, baby. Yeah, look yeah. at ESPN. Yes, I, I think I got. Did I get a, a podcast shout out you on did ESPN? Did get the podcast shout out. So welcome our American listeners. <laughs> That's right. So we were on ESPN. I guess we were on ESPN. Th- Three, which might be a streaming service. I'm that's, not even sure. I think that's the streaming it, it, it service. Is, yeah. but so, then but then we were on the, the deuce. right. We were on the Deuce from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern yesterday, and it was. We kept showing these flashbacks to previous trade centers yes. throughout the day, and mm-hmm. moments like Gino and the llamas, so funny, and Biron hitting Jennifer Hedger with the gun, so yeah. funny, and you doing all the songs, which was so great for that couple of years. So we, right when we went on ESPN at two o'clock. The first thing that came out of break, I'm pretty sure, was uh, Gino and the Llamas. <laughs> so, like, it would look like our tease, which is the opening of the show. And you hear me going, all right, there's something going on in the parking lot. Uh, the TSN Chopper, piloted by Vic Router, and there's Gino Retta harnessing llamas. You imagine you're, you're just sitting home, you live in southern Alabama, yeah. and you're going, let's see what's on the deuce today. Let's see what's going on over on ESPN, too. What the, what the hell is this? Bloody llamas. What the hell? What the hell is this show? Again, these llamas? And this is somehow a trade show, so yeah, it's, but you know what? Who cares? If America accepts us, fine. Hey, if Imagine the ratings were like through the roof. <laughs> ESPN too. <laughs> they, we, they can't we, explain. We it. get a show. They cancel that Stephen A. Smith show next week, and it's it's us two. <laughs> Just, it's going good. back and forth. Lester playing the music yeah, in the background. So good. That'd be good. 
Uh, anyway, so what else did I want to tell you? Okay, so we were talking about... Uh, you got a clip from that little mockumentary we ran yesterday, stuff? Sitting at the back desk, and I hear him say it. Is there ketchup on that? <laughs> Is there ketchup on that? I'll never forget, you know, heading to the airport with a, a lot of thoughts in my mind, and the one that just stuck out to me was, was there ketchup on that? <laughs> Whose fault was it? Does it really matter? I mean, the whole thing's a mystery. Uh, yeah, good times. So, uh, a <laughs> How do you say ketchup, James? Okay, so the, the, Lester, I showed this to Puffy the other day. Yes. And because Puffy is always very good at feedback, whether, you know, what he likes, what he doesn't like, because he's a man of the people. Of course. And he says, I was really disturbed by the fact you can't say ketchup properly, that you say ketchup. Because in the Ottawa Valley, where I grew up, you say ketchup. That's that's our you accent. Sound like Ed Sheeran saying grass, <laughs> grass. <laughs> what the hell is that, Ed Sheeran? So uh, he wanted. He's like, you need to change that. It's very distracting. I didn't. I went did. with my. You've, I went ketchup all the way. Ketchup, 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 ketchup. I kept I, refreshing Twitter, looking to see people making fun of you. I'm a ke- I say ketchup. Yeah. So I'm going to catch up with you later. Thanks, ketchup. man. Ketchup. Yeah. Like ketchup. Ketchup. Oh, so ketchup. I just said wrong? Ketchup. Yeah. ketchup. You say ketchup. You can ketchup. say ketchup. I know it's wrong because it's catch, like K-E-T-C-H, yeah. but yeah. that's an Ottawa Valley thing. Ketchup, baby. Valley, yeah. Ketchup. Are you here to solve my ketchup problem? So, uh, <laughs> the, uh, that was, the thing I love about this company, frankly, is that they'll support us in doing these idiotic things. I mean, that was as stupid as stupid gets, right? Yeah, but it was funny. And these things cost money. To get Curtis Lazar, we had to book a camera crew. It yeah. cost $2,500. For one clip. Forget wow. Curtis Lazar to say, to say that. But it was a money clip. Yeah, you think that's, you know, Curtis Lazar played along, so why the hell not? Um, so... <laughs> The other thing was Wallace. So we planned on, we were also going to fly Wallace in yeah. to Toronto to, just for his clip. Uh, no, an actual interview clip that would air in the piece. But because of the trade started happening in Ottawa, we couldn't get Wallace in here. Okay. And so I came up with this idea of having Wallace to leave an angry voicemail for O'Neill. So <laughs> I, I texted Wallace and... Again, Wallace was the guy that I was about to speak to about the Curtis Lazar trade on the air yeah. when Jeff's mic was left up, and he said, is there ketchup on that? Ketchup on that. And so I said to Wallace, just record, do an angry voicemail about how Jeff uh, stole your moment in the limelight. And then, you know, if you want to swear once, we'll beep it out. And <laughs> he sent about four takes, and they were they were so they were so angry. <laughs> and Josh Scheiman, the great producer of this thing, had to go, hey, Brent, you need to tone it down. Just be a little bit angry. And that's the one we use. But here, here's the outtake of really angry Brent. Jeff, it's Brent. Listen up, burger boy. I'm f- pissed. That was my time on national f- TV and you ruined it. Who the f- do you think you are? I'm going to f- get you. <laughs> Uh, Wallace at his finest. You know what, though? It, it just it, To me, it just goes to show, uh, you know, the, number one, the quality of our, our people here in a sense that they're willing to step up and put themselves. I mean, listen, you guys are all professionals. Mm-hmm. Your reputations are very important. And as such, you don't want to be seen as, you know, you want to be taken seriously. But he was like, willing to put himself out there. So, uh, well, I think you have to him. once in a while, especially yeah. on a day like this, which we've all, Canada's smart. We know it's ludicrous for us to do this. I say yeah. this every year for it to do 10 hours. So if you can't be self-aware 
as a network to do stuff like that, that what you're doing is, is lunacy, then you can't. So the other thing we did was uh, we wanted to do, you know, you and I have done songs yes. on Trade Deadline for two years. We probably did 20 songs together. Something like that. Right. Something insane. And so uh, the guys, Josh again and, and Matt K, two of our producers, had talked about they wanted to do like a Beastie Boys type song. Uh, about fourth line winger, how how the the fact that we talk about Eric Carlson and big stars all the time, but usually the trades are about fourth line wingers, and we ended up calling up B Rich, who's a hip hop artist from Kingston, who did out for a rip. Yeah, which is uh, went crazy viral on the internet and basically gave him a career to tour around Canada and playing that song, and then we did the old TSN version of Out for a Rip. So on very short notice, I had one com- we had one conference call uh, between Cade and I and B. Rich and one of B. Rich's buddies who does the music with him. And basically, I just we threw out a bunch of things that happened on the trade deadline and tried to get a vibe for the song. And then he went back for a couple of days and wrote the song and ended up with this. I'd say San Jose's adding some grit. What do you think, Duff? I don't give a shit. Will they make another move? I don't know. Let's go to Brian Burke. No. What's gonna happen? <laughs> nothing, nothing. The boys on their phones and the James is toughin'. No. The James is toughin'. The boys on their phones and the James is toughin'. No. Toughin'. No. Toughin'. Yeah. I, so, I was uh, saying the James is duffin' all afternoon. Wow, it's, that. it's a catchy tune. You got a catch on? Duffin'? <laughs> no, probably not. Because <laughs> last year it was those guys from Letterkenny yeah. calling me Duthers. Yeah. Duthers. And I heard about that for about three months. And then yeah. it faded away. I don't know if Duthin will last or not. But I, again, you just—I just think back about when I got into this business and took journalism. And <laughs> the fact that I'd be standing around with these three hip hop guys, and they didn't—I don't think there was many shots in there. There might have been one, but I was wearing a leather vest, and I had my tie tied around my head. And the funny thing is, uh, Lester, you might know this, but when you're shooting videos, and I guess this is the way for all sort of uh, you know hip hop videos or even yeah. rock videos, is that they. To get the super slow-mo effect that still goes to the beat, you have to do it. They have to play the song at double time. Yes. And then you have to dance to it at double time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, where they've set us up in all these lit areas, and they say, just dance funky for this particular scene. But you have to dance double time. So, like, super, super fast. What's going to happen? Nothing. Nothing. The boys on the phone to the James is jumping. No. The James is jumping. The boys on the phone to the James is jumping. So I'm just no. like... <laughs> And I'm still trying to do it to the beat, right? And have some sort of groove. Puffy's a good dancer, so he knows I'm trying to... And you're at the end... Of, like, So the song takes a minute. Yeah. And you are winted, baby. Oh, yeah. Like, you'd, be, you'd be super gassed. You had to do that for uh, Don't Take My Goal Away, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's right. That's yeah. the first time we had to yes, do it that yes, way. Yes. And to see O-Dog and Noodles dance at double speed <laughs> is just absolutely legendary. How many well music done. videos do you have out there? Because there's I guess a few it's going to be two now. Right? No, there's more. No, actually, sorry. Buck over glass. Buck over glass. Don't out, take my goal don't away. Don't take my goal away. Out, out, for, rip. out, for, out rip. for rip. Out for rip. So rip. I guess we have one. four. You're going to get close to where you can almost have like a half hour much music special. <laughs> While your music. It's got to be an old much music guy, though. they got to bring like J.D. Roberts back wow. from his news. What is he at? Fox News or something yeah, like that right now. Uh, 
Anyway, good times, and we thank everybody for watching Trade Center. We uh, what else did we have? We had the uh, God. We had to fill a lot of time yesterday. We had the uh, the guy who got traded for the bus, Bussy. That Tom, was good. He Tom Bussy Martin. Yeah, the quizmaster was very proud because oh, that was his get. It. He loved, and it. he was just. I could hear him. Sometimes I can hear him giggling in the background yeah. with glee. It's funny though. I, I was. Uh, oh God, this is going to sound lame. I was about to say I was at the gym today. I hate when people drop in like gym stories, yeah. mm. but. Uh, the guy who trains me is a guy named Dave, who's actually a really good goalie, and he was talking about that Bussy Martin guy because he'd watched it yesterday, and he told me a story that we didn't know that I'd never heard before of another a minor league player named John Ronan, who, who this guy used to train, my buddy Dave, who played for the Flint Generals in the, in the IHL. Now, the IHL originally uh, merged with the AHL, and then they tried to start the IHL up again, Yeah, and they had no money, so it was a real iffy league. So this Flint Generals team, I guess, had uh, the owner bailed the last second before the season started. Yeah. So they literally had no, like, no money. Yeah. But it was too late because they had the schedule and everything, so they had to start playing. So they were just trying to survive on a day-to-day basis. And John Ronan was the captain of the team. And his skates were falling apart, I guess. So he went to whoever was running the team, the general manager or whatever, and said, I, I, I got to get new skates at some point, do we have any money in the budget to get new skates? And uh, I don't know, a week later, he, he, these new skates show up, and he's like, thank you so much for getting me new skates. Like, how much do they cost? And he goes, oh, no, we traded a guy. <laughs> <laughs> they traded a defenseman to another team, and the other team gave, like, bought them skates. That was oh, the wow. deal. No oh, word wow. of a lie. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, That's the stuff uh, of minor league hockey. Wow. What else do we have on Trade Center? Daryl Sutter came by. Daryl which uh, is one of my favorite guys because in the early days, I was kind of terrified of Daryl. When I first started doing NHL on TSN, I didn't know him very well, and I would always just see him at the draft. When, when When he would come up on stage with the Flames or whatever, draft a player, and they'd come down and sit with you. And he looked like he wanted to kill me at all, at all times. Really? And one particular year, I asked him a couple questions he didn't like. And at the end of the interview, right after I threw back, he got up and he punched me in the shoulder so hard that I, really? I almost like buckled me. But it was lovingly. It was, yeah. The guy's got the. Did you look at his forearms no, yesterday at all? Yeah. Massive. He was sitting at the bar uh, in the hotel we stayed in the night before. So he had like the, you know, the farmers. He's a cattle rancher. Yeah. 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 He's just mass for a man who's in his 60s or whatever. Yeah. Just massive, massive arms. But then I, I went and did a piece on Daryl um, after the Kings won their second Stanley Cup. And he was the nicest guy. We interviewed him, and then we you know we were leaving, and uh, uh, he said, hey, "You guys, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing now for dinner?" I'm sorry, that sounds like uh, yeah. bad Sylvester Stallone, but I can't really do Daryl. And he took the entire crew out for dinner, and we sat and drank beers and talked for like four hours, just Daryl awesome. telling hockey That's stories. Awesome. That's awesome. So he's a great guy, but <laughs> he's hard to understand sometimes. Well, I just think he has the weirdest life, like. He lives on the farm, and he's a farmer, mm-hmm. and then he takes an NHL job with the Kings, and he's, like, now living in L.A., coaching an NHL team, and, like, living that life. It's crazy. And, and then, then, then like, goes back, back to being a cattle 6 a.m., you're getting up to do, like... Traded weird. his son. Traded his brother. <laughs> Pretty, yeah. Like, he's as hard-ass as hard-ass gets. Uh, listen, he's a, he's a businessman. But I always remember, too, the, the cameo in The, uh, in the Hangover. That's that's him, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And that was, I don't know if we've ever talked about that before on here, but that was one of the greatest gets of my career because Matt Cade and I uh, did that piece together, wrote it and everything, and it was coming right down to the wire whether it was actually going to happen or not because I didn't have an ending. Yeah. And then when I came up with an ending, 
I couldn't just, we couldn't figure out who would be the ideal guy who would be the guy who put the who spiked the drinks yeah. at the end. And then I think like one day I said, Daryl Sutter. I said, yeah, we n- we'll never get him. And so I, I called the PR guy for the Kings, who I know really well, and I said, you know, it was about a three-page letter explaining what the hell you were doing. You try to explain that piece. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, sure. so we're doing a parody of The Hangover in which Darren Drager and I will uh, get our drinks spiked and Aaron Ward will go missing yeah. and and would Daryl do it? And the guy, about like two days before we were supposed to fly to L.A. to shoot this piece and we still had nothing and we were about to cancel it, the guy writes me back and goes, yeah, Daryl's in. That's what you get for picking the Canucks last year. Awesome. <laughs> and it was just the, the strangest thing. You had no backup, though? Like, who would you... F- no, nah, we did, like, I don't... I think we were going to cancel it because we didn't really have uh, an ending for it, you know? We, I can't imagine. Yeah, so... And he was... But he does... I don't know that he has a sense of humor. The funniest thing about Trade Center yesterday is sometimes Daryl would be sitting there... Oh, yeah. And he's sitting next to me. Like, we did a couple of segments together, and we'd come out of break, and they'd run one of these, like, a Jay and Dan piece... And it was, you know, so so crazy, idiotic, funny stuff, and yeah. that you could tell that's not his sense of humor. Nothing, just nothing from him. He's, he's just, just sta- he's just staring like, oh, what the hell is this? But, <laughs> but, but people are asking him like, you know, are you having fun or whatever. He's like, oh, it's pretty cool. Though. Oh, he, he was, came, kept going. This is the greatest. I love yeah, this. It's yeah, so cool like, to watch. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah. he's pretty yeah. enthralled. He's a fantastic guy. We did a piece once uh, after they won that second Stanley Cup. Do you remember when we did this? Uh, we did a fake game show called Daryl Sutter Won or Lost, and we played it for players. Oh, we took we took post game clips yeah. from his news conference oh, and yes. said, "Can you tell if he won or lost?" Yeah, it was really good. And you can, you yes. can you can you never. We're talking about the Stanley Cup yeah. Final, the Western Conference Final, and you have no idea if he won or lost, which is something else. Crap! I didn't talk about iDrinkCoffee.com, one of our oh, favorite sponsors. Exactly. Off the top, to podcast is brought to you by iDrinkCoffee.com. Maybe we should do, should we do Puffy's Hypotheticals brought to you by iDrinkCoffee.com sure. today? Yeah, sure. yeah, I know you didn't really have anything, but no, you scraped together I, I, something, something at the on, last on second. On the way here. All right, let's get to Puffy's. Puffy's Hypotheticals, I'm messing with my mind. Puffy's Hypotheticals, what's it gonna be this time? Puffy's Hypotheticals, I'm blowing my mind again. Hypotheticals. We talked about all the songs we've done. Oh, uh, yeah. That's still my favorite. Oh, it's very good. Should have done a video for that one. Mm. Okay, Puffy. Uh, <laughs> lay it on us. Would you give up your sense of smell for the rest of your life to be able to read traffic patterns perfectly? <laughs> <laughs> so you can dart. You always know which lane to be oh, in in traffic. <laughs> for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Yeah. You, uh-huh. will, you will cut down. Yeah, like your commute's going to be... Wow. In half and, every time, and no stress because you're always going to know where to be. <laughs> oh my god! Can I? Can and all you're giving up is your sense of smell. What? What? How about I keep my sense of smell and download Waze? You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> or Google Waze Google is Maps. very dangerous. So this is going to be much but, more efficient than Waze. Yeah, because you're because Waze will tell you which road, but this is going to tell you the specific lane. Boom, to be boom, in. the whole time. Yeah, like little sliding patterns, right? Now, since you suggested this, Puffy, will you give up? Yes. Your- <laughs> yes. On my ride here, I'm sitting there saying, like, I wish I had that ability. Is that how you came up with this? Yes. Wow. So you can never smell anything? No. You no. know, a hot the steak on the barbecue. No, but you can a- taste it still. 
Aren't they linked senses? Probably. Linked? Yeah, they are. <laughs> I haven't done the research behind this. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't. You, stop. You can't. Uh, I think they're linked. I don't think you can taste if you can't. Smell. <laughs> so you're now yeah, giving exactly. up taste and well, that smell. That just ruins the hypothetical. <laughs> in our okay. So, but but hypotheticals are yeah, fantasies. Are so fantasy, in our world, you're exactly. still going to be able to you taste. Still can taste, but you can't smell. Right. Yes. For the ability to read traffic. <laughs> Doctors are alarmed right now. <laughs> you know that is your dumbest hypothetical ever, and yet it's still be it's, my favorite. Yes. It's so still funny. might be my favorite. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but um, I like, I'm getting dumber listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we're getting dumber doing it, yes. then you can get dumber listening exactly. to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. Because you know I, I didn't I haven't smelled well my entire life. Exactly. I had uh I had to have one of those I think it's deviated septum. Oh, when, when yeah, I was yeah. in college, yeah, yeah. Really? everybody in college thought I had a nose job. If you looked at my nose right now, you know yeah. I didn't have a nose no. job because I couldn't breathe. Well, talk about a terrifying thing, by the way. So you have the operation, they knock you out, and then you have these cotton balls stuck up your nose, right? And they just said, well, there's some wires and stuff up there, so we'll take it out in two weeks. Yeah. Or a week or whatever it is. So you go into the, you go into the doctor's office to take it out, and they start pulling, and that wire is about four feet. Freaking feet long, oh, and I'm going, like it's unbelievable the how long this little connection is in your nasal nasal oh, cavity oh. and the oh. amount of crap that they God. can put I'll up give there. You a worse story. I'll give you a worse story than that. I had at one point what's called nodules on my throat, on my vocal cords. Very serious, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I went to the nose and throat specialist, and he goes, "Okay, I've got to check." And he puts in about four feet, like in my in my nose, puts in a fort like the the same thing. I'm a, I'm awake. Right up my nose, a camera right down into my throat. See, that's oh, that's uncomfortable. God, yeah. You ever you ever had the the thing in your penis? No, no, I haven't. I had one of those. I was having like in my twenties. I was having to get up and go pee in the middle of the night like five times, like Ooh, a ninety-five year old man. Yeah, and I think it was actually mental that I started to go once and then I couldn't fall back asleep and you know, I had to go again, again, again. Yeah. So I go to the doctor and I say, "Well, we're gonna have to have a look in there," well, and they don't ugh. put you out. But I think well, they, they do a little. They, they do a little out? local freezing. That doesn't do even, well, even and worse. so so it doesn't hurt, but you can feel something mm-hmm. odd. The mental scars would be there, and it's the, you see the actual little camera cable. It's a camera putting in there to have a, oh, a look in there. God, <laughs> boy. Like someone at the same time, it's amazing how how, tiny. how wide you're. Really? Yes. Yes, you, you it can, is. You can get really wide. Oh, I didn't know that. Anyway, I don't want to get farther than that. No, I think good. Jay and Dan have done that in the podcast where they had a buddy who's like. Hole shrunk up or something. Yeah, it stopped the openings. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, really. So, oh, God, yeah. man, thank uh, God. <laughs> so I, I'll let the penis hole discussions be on the Jay and Dad podcast, but uh, I need to share because sharing is what we do here. Yes, that's what we do. Sharing. Is so, uh, are you keeping your sense of smell, Lester? I am keeping my sense of smell. Definitely. <laughs> I want to be. I want to know if there's a gas leak. I'm supporting uh, Puffy. I'll see uh, you. I'll, I'll see you ten minutes later than yeah, that's me. That's right, sucker. We'll be at the dude, party way yeah. before you, dude, Lester. You're gonna blow up <laughs> <laughs> because you can't smell the. Yes. <laughs> Damn it! Him and all his ideas. Uh, hey, stuff. Uh, yeah, like think of all the smells you won't be able, to, like the bad smells you won't be able to smell. It'll be great. Yeah, exactly. You can go to the bathroom down the hall here. And yeah, not notice like, nothing. Oh, you can sleep in the there. There's yeah, smells. yeah. You could bring a little sleep bag in that man. Disaster. The there true. you go. There is a bathroom. I'll have to. Then we tell an inside story here. There's a bathroom that uh, on the third floor in the west, not the west wing, on the other side of the building, okay. between the annex. It's it's it smells awful, like almost all the time. You think? Now. I think somebody's in there just peeling tiles oh, all wow. the time. It's awful. Well, everyone in here has their own bathroom. Yes, it's very true. Through. 
I have my own bathroom. Yeah, well, you actually you, you actually have, have your own, own bathroom? Yeah. yeah. You wrote that Look, into the deal. No, like. my... I, <laughs> I have a dressing room. It has that is probably the biggest perk I have here because there's yeah. not many that have them. My dressing room is a dinky little, not impressive thing, but it does have a toilet, and that's nice. a that's a very nice thing Huge. to have. Huge, yeah. yeah, that's impressive. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff O'Neill yesterday <laughs> in the middle of Trade Center, he's like, "I have to go for a while." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I'm gonna miss a segment or two. and and all he does is, I, I, "So what do you mean?" And he just points at his ass. <laughs> And so we do like the next two segments the in the middle of the day without him. Then he comes strolling back in. It down. was at like 307. It's like the deadline just passed. We're coming up to our big panel and there's an empty chair there. I know. Imagine. Eric Carlson has just been dealt. Jeff, your thoughts? Is, is that where he said his nose was bleeding? I don't know. There was one point he's like, I got to go. My nose well, is bleeding. Let's put, let's put it this way. It's a good thing his mic wasn't on this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a whole, whole different documentary. Speaking of O, you'll hate me for doing this, but uh, I don't know if this runs. I guess this only runs on, in Toronto. But, you know, local radio commercials are the best. I'm sure in whatever market you're in, the TSN personalities or whatever station you listen to do commercials. Hi, I'm Dave Naylor for some car company or whatever it may be. So have you heard O's? O's got, no, they, they have all sorts of these ones, but O's got one for some. It's, uh, the, it's the Irv. It's the bar called the Irv. Bar my called the Irv. My wife actually knows the guy who owns and it. And I guess they've, they've named some sort of the the beef, beef dip, dip or something after it. But this is O's. <laughs> I almost pulled up, drove off the road when I heard this the other day. This, this is O's line. Yeah, you've got to try my O Dog's beef dip. It's flat money. <laughs> so, first flat of all, money. For, first of mean? all, when's the last time somebody used the phrase <laughs> flat money? <laughs> And, sec- and, and, and second, it doesn't even sound like, oh, that's no. not even his voice. No, it's never a good sign when the amateur guy who's doing the commercial <laughs> is better than the professional. <laughs> it's flat money. So poor old. The O-Dog beef dip is I, flat money. I texted him and I said, oh, I, I hope you got a lot of flat money <laughs> for saying that lie. Flat money. I think he's got a few beef dips. He, he was a little sheepish about the whole thing. But having said that, I'm now anxious to try the beef dip. Oh, no chance I would touch that. <laughs> At the earth. Wow. The wings are good there, though. Yes, are they? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to fandom. All right. The fandom question last week was an interesting one. We had that skier at the Olympics <laughs> that went down the half pipe yeah. and just went back and forth yeah. and looked like basically, a, not a novice skinner, but no, I'd say, skier, uh, but pretty, pretty novice skier. Yeah. Right? And so she was... Big story at the Olympics, kind of an embarrassing story, competing for Hungary, although she's an American. And we asked the question, would you be her? Would you be that person who would go to the Olympic Games and get to be an Olympian and for the rest of your life say you were an Olympian, yeah, but you're kind of an embarrassment as an Olympian? And I think all of us said no. Right? Did anybody say they would go? Even you, Puffy. You love the fame. I said no. Oh, yeah. you said, you I would you run did. through the hurdles. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, right. Right. that's right. That's right. If you're going to do it, like her, you got to do it wrong. Too, yeah. so. That's right. Stoff was going to do it 100%. But uh, I thought that this poll, I was worried about this poll, frankly, because I thought it was going to be 85% say no. Yeah. And instead, the majority, 53%, as I look at this right now, 
said they would actually go wow, to wow. the Olympics, and uh, 47% said no. So here are some of your answers we got from there. I'll read. First of all, we had the longest answer. I'm going to get to it at the end because I think I'm, I'm going to award this guy uh, the prize simply out of pure volume. <laughs> and the fact <laughs> he overwhelmed that he, you. He got the most likes on fandom, which should matter a little it's bit. Huge. Uh, of course. Craven Moorhead is back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, absolutely worth it. The sports equivalent of getting a fake ID and hitting the bars with the legal ladies. Mm. See, it's a little metaphor yeah. he's saying there. So you're getting to go to the Olympic Games. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we didn't say he was going to win. Mm. I think it's worth the embarrassment. This is JCAN's 3416 because how many people can say they were in the Olympics? Yeah, she's a laughing stock right now, but in 10 years, she can tell people she was there and nobody will remember her name, so it won't be embarrassing then. Not a bad point. True, but Do you Google think people will remember that story? Google, yeah, I think people will. 10 years from now, well, for We're sure. still talking about Eddie the Eagle. Yeah. But right. Eddie had a movie and all that stuff that came with it. Oh, uh, it happened to her. Uh, let's see, Emaski. This is setting yourself up to be the Olympic loner. Go to the cafeteria, sit alone. Go to the closing ceremonies. Your teammates leave an empty seat between you and them. <laughs> At least try to look like you belong, and maybe don't mooch an Olympic berth off a country you don't even live in. Boom! Mm, Very strong. Like that. that was strong. Strong, strong from Emaski. Uh, detritus worth the embarrassment? Probably not worth the chance to take part in the scene that is the athletes' village. Oh yeah. Oh, See, mm-hmm. that's kind of thought the answer. I didn't uh, do a deep dive on that. I, I thought oh, that good. I would. I would get from uh, from uh, Puffy at this point in time. Land and Fama. Of course I would. It's like asking if I'd go with Roddy to the compound. I don't bat switch, but I would for the Rodinator. What is going on? Wow. Jesse Cardinal, pain heals, chicks dig scars, glory lasts forever. Hashtag Shane Falco. Hashtag rubber boots pod. Shane Falco, what movie was that? That was The the Replacements. Replacements. Pain heals, chicks dig scars, glory lasts forever. Do you know that, uh, give me the, well, now you've just answered half the question. The two successful Hollywood films. Yep that Keanu Reeves played a Ohio State quarterback whose career had ended with a knee injury. So the replacements is obviously one. Mm-hmm. Shane Falco comes back, gets to the NFL during the strike. What is the other movie that Keanu Reeves played? Point a- Break? A- yes! Wow, very Look good. Look at you. I was going to say John Wick. <laughs> I heard those John Wicks are good. Hey, those, they're they, good movies. They are good. I've only watched the first movie. one. I seen them. I heard the same thing. And I watched. It's a good plane movie. Yeah, it's you know, it's, it's ridiculous cartoon violence. Yeah. Uh, no, it's but really good. But it's good. Like it's you, really kill, good. you killed my dog. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's, that's always funny. So good. Kino oh. is so good in those movies. Not a lot of dialogue, so it works. <laughs> seems like, he seems like a good guy. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he'd be an all right dude. I think he's a strange dude, but I, I think he's probably an all right dude. Okay, let's get to our winner. Uh, Sad Sahider one. This is a long one. It is absolutely not worth the embarrassment to yourself, not your family, your country. I don't necessarily have a problem with a wealthy person taking advantage of the rules to make their way to the Olympics. I would do it to represent Pakistan or Canada at certain sports, but don't make a mockery of the sport. The men's 15-kilometer ski event was mentioned on the podcast, was great. I was watching that event live at 2 a.m., 
because Pakistan had one of their two athletes at these Olympics in that event. I do the same if Canada ever makes it to the Cricket World Cup. He finished 108 out of 119, but didn't make a mockery of the sport. Didn't embarrass himself. Same goes for the athletes from Colombia, Tonga, and Mexico, who were the last three to finish. 15K is 15K. That means something. German Madrazo grabbing a flag and carrying it across the finish line, even though he took twice as long, was great. The podium guys greeting the three guys to finish last will be one of the highlights of these games for me. I just thought he put in a lot of time. It was passionate. <laughs> so and, and that's how I feel, too. I feel yeah. that same way. Yeah. So uh, we like to reward the humor, but we like to reward people who really that's care. That's flat so, money. So, so. <laughs> that answer is flat money. That answer is flat money. <laughs> This is this is going to be our podcast meme. Yeah. We didn't come up with a name exactly. for it yet for the for the rest said of all time. Anytime someone has a great fandom answer, yeah, flat money. We'll just chime in with that. So I forgot the uh, the taglines that I always uh, bring and read for fandom, and I drink coffee. So I'm just going to have to wing it. I'm going to say uh, uh, this is brought to you by Fandom. It's a great app that you put on your phone, and you go on the Rubber Boots Pod, and you win stuff. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That was well done. I could hey, add a little enthusiasm to it. Eh? Yeah. No, go on and get fandom. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. More and more people going on there every single day. And, and speaking of fandom, I I, I I said last week I was going to have a song for it. I will have a song for fandom. A fandom song Next is coming? Week. Next week I will have a fandom song. Nice. And I, by the way, idrinkcoffee.com, which uh, sponsored Puffy's Hypotheticals today, mm-hmm. uh, we had one of our, our listeners yeah, write, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. they bought a beautiful... Looked uh, awesome, too. Beautiful espresso, espresso machine Ooh. that they gave to their lovely lady. Yep. Yeah. And I think to it, say uh, she was thrilled. A lot of sex happened after that. You know yeah. what? <laughs> the only person who's getting more sex than that guy is Stoff after he played that song I wrote for him for his wife. <laughs> Darlene? Yeah, Veronica loved it, yeah. <laughs> so is that is that our new tagline then for idrinkcoffee.com? It's flat You buy money. an espresso machine, you're going to get a lot of sex. Yes. <laughs> they, they should use that. That's not bad. We were going to have Slavic on, uh, but we decided, as we're taping this, TFC is about to play their second leg of CONCACAF. Yes. So we'll have him on next week to talk about that in the beginning of their season. Perfect. Yes. Okay, because I didn't want to have it... You know, timing odd where he had to talk about a game that didn't happen and then people are listening to the pod and saying this whole damn thing is old. Uh, the fandom question for this week, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this. Yeah, this is an old school question, but it's a really interesting one. And, and this came up years ago. Different hockey players we've had on the panel actually said this is a question that is talked about in hockey dressing rooms. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I came to think about it again because of the trade deadline and the idea of guys trying to win a cup at their end of their career and going to a contender and all this kind of thing. So, here's your option, gentlemen. You can have a really good NHL career. You make it to the National Hockey League. You're a prominent player. You do well. You get a couple of good contracts. Let's say you, so you make $50 million in your career. Yep. And you don't win a Stanley Cup. Okay. So, you retire with $20 million in the bank. $20 million in the bank, retired at the age of 35. Perfect. Okay. Or, you're a bit of a plugger. Mm-hmm. Okay, fourth line winger, like our song. But you get around, you play a while, you're kind of a minimum salary guy, maybe get a couple deals at $1.3 million each, mm-hmm. you win a Stanley Cup. Now, you're, are you a prominent You're a player. Man? Like a player. Like you're, you're a player. A, you play a you're regular a re- shift. You play a regular shift. Okay. You know, Dave Reed did that with Colorado, yeah, one of sure. our commentators, sure. and I think won a couple of those Stanley Cups. Yeah, yes. But, so now your career's done. You have $4 million in the bank. So you've done well. You've put a little money away, but you're, again, 35 years old, so you have the rest of your life in front of you. So, $20 million and no ring, $4 million and a ring. You want to start, Lester? I'm going to start. 
I, I love the question, by the way. I think it's a great question. Um, people would say, probably take the money and run. However, I'm looking at it this way. I'm an NHL player. I got into the business with a professional playing hockey to win the Stanley Cup. There's a lot of players out there that don't get the opportunity to win the Cup. I think it's a great thing. Lester McLean, Stanley Cup champion, $4 million. I'll take that. And with that, I think, comes the opportunity, as you said, Dave Reed. Done well with us here. Make a little more money. Coaching. I think if you have that uh, on your resume, I think you can go and do more. And quite frankly, live a longer, fuller life, still enjoying the benefits of the National Hockey League. What's the quality of my $4 million life? What's the quality of my $4 million? (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely true that in all sports, uh, championships, Super Bowl champion, uh, World Series champion, whatever it may be, that probably takes you a little further if you want to be a broadcaster or things like that. Puffy? And this is, we have to do pure honesty here, okay? Don't... See, I take obviously I'm taking twenty million, mm-hmm. and because I actually don't think the Stanley Cup or the championship means that much. I think people have made it out to be a big deal. I mean, personally, probably it means something. I'm sure if you're a player and you didn't win a championship, but I don't look at Ray Ferraro any differently than I worked, looked at Aaron Ward as far as their hockey careers. I mean, just because Aaron Ward won cups, won one, two, uh, he won he two, three. three, he won three, 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 three cups. Yeah, because he had two in Detroit in and Detroit. one North Carolina. Yeah, now the first year in Detroit, he wasn't much. The biggest one for him Carolina. was Carolina because he, he played a, a big sig- part. significant yeah. yes, role, absolutely. right? But, like, I mean, I'm sure, I know what Ray, it's always bothered him, or he really wanted a cup. We need to, you know what I'll do? I'll ask Ray this question this week. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd be curious to, to his answer. Yeah, because I, I, I just don't think that um, people will look at someone as being, oh, he won a, I think if you're like Tom Brady, it's a big deal. He's a, he's a champion. But if you're, you know, I don't look at like Trent Dilfer and be like, that guy won a Super Bowl. He's a, he's awesome or something. Mm-hmm. Like his life's better. I, I you know, I we've had this discussion before here that I almost think like it's always bigger to fa- it's bigger to fans almost to win a championship. Yeah. That's all oh, certain guys. You know, Ray Bork played yeah. his whole career. They that's all they ever want. Uh, I'll let you answer stuff before I give my answer. Uh, I'm taking the cup, and the four million dollars goes towards funding uh, Murder oh, Island. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! I'm getting answer. cut out of my own show. You see, I, I, I almost wonder if we if we should have lowered the money. Um, I, I, that's a, I'm tempted to take the twenty million too, and I, I think most of our listeners would be upset at that because four million. Look at, and maybe we should have lowered it to two million or something like that. Yeah. Because look, four million dollars is a lot of money for anybody out there, but four million dollars. You know, $20 million, you're set for life, and your family's set for generations. Yeah. Right? You're set. And, man, that's a tough one. I'll go with you, Puff, because if you're going to take heat for this, I'm going to take it with you. But it, that's I mean, a, it's a really difficult call. And I will say, by the way, that when players have this discussion, usually the numbers are 20 and 7. Uh, that's the NHL player discussion. Yeah. There's $7 million in the bank and a cup ring or $20 million. Right. And most of the players I've talked to have said they've taken the $20 million. Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, it's been relatively split. But we were trying to lower it to a number that the average person would say, and maybe, it's, maybe it's two or maybe it's three. How far, how low would the money have to be for you to change to the $20 million? $8. <laughs> no, so let's no, say it was $1 million. Was So you have $1 million, million in the bank. Okay, yeah, maybe I changed it to the $20 million. Yeah. Okay, well, $2 million? 
Two million, eh, probably still changes to the, the twenty million. Yeah, so it's yeah. A, so four is like about the number, you know, right? Listen, I think the four million assumes I have a house, I have a car, yeah, you, you know, a family, whatever. Yeah. Four million dollars, house, car, family. Yeah, you're in good shape. Yeah, you're, you're in good, good shape. shape. You, you know, but you're young. I mean, I mean, I mean that's ducky yeah. money, isn't it? <laughs> Couple of bad investments though, and you're in the toilet. Well, in my case, twenty million and no Canada Screen Award Gemini's. <laughs> Or, <laughs> <laughs> or both. Or both. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, uh, no. That's a that, that's a tough one. I, I'll I'll go with Puffy because I just think. Well, we didn't we both say we live on an island for fifteen million? Yeah, I think we <laughs> completely throw our lives away. No, but I that think really true. you just you set yourself again. You got you've got to think of the children. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're making this decision, exactly. right, Puffy? It's all about the kids. I want them to. Right. I actually saw this thing on the internet, and there's a lot of super rich people that have cut their kids out of their wills. Like, basically, they're saying, like, I don't want to have my kids be spoiled brats, mm-hmm. so I want them to do it on their own, so they're not getting any of my money. It's all going to charity. I'm like, that is horrible. That's uh, so mean. Are you, are you talking, are you, like, no trust funds or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, like, the what's that, Gordon Ramsay? Mm-hmm. He's like, he makes, he flies first class. His kids fly coach. He's like, they haven't done anything during first class. Wow. Oh, okay, the, there's, there's certain parts of that that are admirable, and I, I think you have to to walk a line. I like the idea of not spoiling your kids. I played golf with a guy this summer who's mega rich. He owns a significant company. I, I, won't, I won't name him, but Frank in Stronach? Canada. No. <laughs> but I'd say he's worth... Somewhere between fifty and hundred million. Holy smokes! Pretty good. Okay. So, he does told, he live on an island? <laughs> he does not. <laughs> he does not have a ring. But he told me he is giving his kids one million dollars. He has two kids, okay. uh, and he's giving them one million dollars, and the rest he's giving away to charity. And he says, "I think that's enough money for them." And I want them to make it on their own. And I don't think I could do that personally myself. Okay. I, I really don't think I I could. But I. I do admire a that he's giving money to charity, yeah. and b that he's saying to his kids, "Hey, make it on your own." But uh, that's yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, there, and it was like a lot. They had a whole list of all the people that are doing it. Mm-hmm. I think Bill Gates is doing it. I mean, uh, let's face it, Puff. If you were about to die and you had fifty million in the bank, you, I mean, the first thirty would go to your gambling debts. <laughs> <laughs> And then the kids would have like four, four for Barrett's gambling debts, <laughs> three and a half for Austin's gambling debts. Hopefully, they're even when it all gets down to it. Yeah. Anyway, thanks everybody for listening. Hey, how are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. So I'm gonna try and push my love Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green or black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Do you like the dunk tank at the fair? Oh, I know I know it's a